All right, ladies. Shall we get down to business? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. It is almost the end of August. I feel like this month went by pretty fast. Um, I know summer is almost gone. Kids are back in school. I don't understand what that's about. I don't know why the children go back to school in August. That doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. <clears throat> My kid went back to school in July. So that's we, yeah. Yeah, that's we super early for a minute. Yeah, my kid I went to school back to school last Thursday, so it's been it's been busy. Yeah. No, that, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Summer isn't over. So I don't understand going back to school before September, but here we are. Um yeah, no, August is, is almost over and um I don't know the thing that, that always I guess reminds me that that summer is coming to the end is because politics seems to kick up. Um, that's what all the news stories seem to be about is everyone starts to, I don't know, prepare us for the um, election season, I guess, you know, um, right before the October surprises come. And I feel like there's been a lot of political surprises uh, recently, besides Trump hiding secret documents in his basement. And... Um, and just other strange things happening happening uh politically. I just think it's been a weird, weird time. I don't know. We're in we're in the strange we're in the, the strangest timeline, I think. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> timeline. I don't know. Whoever's playing Jumanji should stop. I mean, it's raining where it should be hot. It's hot where it should be cold. It's cold yeah. where it should be hot. I don't know. We're it's definitely upside down is what's going on I think but <laughs> empires empires collapse and we're we're witnessing the beginning of that I think but I don't think it's just us I mean look at the look what's happening in England in uh, the UK right Boris Johnson got kicked out I mean all of the all of the, the top powers are are going through everything there's just a, a rebirth or a disruption, I should say, happening everywhere, right? Empires there's a drought. There's collapse. a drought happening in Europe. They don't have any water, right? The roar in Ukraine is still going on. I don't know what's going to happen there. Ch- China and Taiwan are doing whatever. China and Taiwan are. They're doing a dance that we don't know what's going to happen with that. You know, people aren't even talking about what's going on on the continent of Africa. Like there's all sorts of things going on there, but we don't even hear about that because we're busy dealing with the shenanigans happening in the in North America. So yeah. It's yeah. a crazy time. It's a crazy time. But we have the lovely distraction of a new Game of Thrones type show. <laughs> I need to watch it. I be loving dragons. Oh, see, I was about to say, are we going to talk about it? Because I know oh, it's, you know, because it's know, not it's exactly fine. on topic, but no, it's I don't fine. You spoil know it's funny. I think it, it's so funny because people are calling it Hot D because it's House, House of the Dragon. So H-O-T drag, drag. So people are calling it Hot D and I think that's hilarious. That is hilarious. That's funny. And now so, I have, know. I'm going to call it that. Well, because it was got right, G O T. So, so you had got, and now you got hot, got hot deep. 
think it's hilarious. No, Hot D, yeah. No, um, I don't know. I, I thought the first episode of Hot D was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was, thought I, it was pretty interesting. I watch, I always watch the like after the episode things, and the writer, producer, whoever that white man was, uh, said like, even though it was peacetime, even though it's peacetime in this story, like the audience pretty much needed violence to recognize this as a Game of Thrones world type of show, and I disliked that because that fight at the tournament, I was just like, why? Why is this necessary? How does this serve the story? It doesn't. It was just violence for violence sake. And then he said that. He said it was pretty much just violence for violence sake. And I'm not looking forward to that. Like, Game of Thrones added a lot of violence that was unnecessary. But most of the violence in Game of Thrones was plot-driven, you know? And I don't want to see yeah I mean that so, yeah. to that point this is part of the reason I didn't watch Game of Thrones when it first came out because when people were explaining the show to me and why they watched it or like not even why they watched it but when people were explaining Game of Thrones to me I was like no thank you <laughs> like it just sounds like violence and sex for violence and sex sake and I'm not interested because that sounds gratuitous and I no thanks but I think it was right before season five. I think it was like so, like someone's explaining. I don't know one of the weddings, gray, red, purple, whatever. One of those. <laughs> and someone was explaining to me why it was happening. Like like a series of events led to someone being like, "Uh, uh-uh, I need to like avenge my family." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what happened?" And then I was like, "Oh, well, that's interesting." Like. I think it was like Sansa, like someone explained to me Sansa's story and I was like, oh, like, okay, like that makes sense. Or, or Arya, one of them, it was one of the, one of the Stark girls. And I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Like that's, I would like to see her character development. Um, and then I, so, but then I went back to watch it. But yeah, I could, I could do without the gratuitousness. I don't need yeah. violence for violence sake. But anyways, um, speaking of violence for violence sake, um, we, for today, um, watched uh, Bambi, um, which is like one of the Disney movies from the olden days that I don't watch on the repeat, right? Because you guys know I like the classical movies. Bambi is not one that I go back to often. And it's, like, one of the ones that, from the olden days that doesn't have, like, a villain, per se. Like, a like there's no, like, evil queen or, like, <laughs> stepmother <clears throat> or, like, um, you know, evil person who's, like, trying to do something. It's just, like, a man is the villain. Um, and I always found it interesting why I couldn't go back and watch that movie, it felt it fills me with a lot of uh, feelings, <laughs> this movie. And I thought it was interesting for us to watch it, especially after we had just watched um, America the Beautiful, um, which was, you know, about America and, and nature. Um, but there was also this, like, idea of this, like, circle of life and, like, 
the continuation of everything and like how everything just had to happen in a certain way, um, which I thought was interesting in the story. But we were watching it with a certain focus this time, which was the from the perspective of um, family and parenthood. Um, but what did you guys think of Bambi on your watch of it this time around? I was like, ooh, this movie's old. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting watching old movies because they always have like a long drawn out opening with the opening credits and the music. So it takes like 20 minutes just to get the movie to start, in my <laughs> opinion. I was like, geez, this song is long. Like a whole movie scores in the beginning. Um, I thought it was cute. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I've definitely seen it more than once. I mean, it's been around since before we were alive. Um, I don't I don't ever cry. I've never once cried in Bambi. Like I never understand why everybody cries in that movie. I'm like, okay. Poor dear. I mean, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm not as sentimental with Bambi. I kind of felt the same way. It, it, um, so like Bambi's an an orphan, I guess. No, he's that, not. His father. His I mean, father's his there. dad he's is not, alive, never, but he's, he's a deadbeat. Like that. He's not a deadbeat. Where he's is that man? Is not. At? Bambi's on his own. His dad don't be doing anything. Baby is standing on a mountain. Yeah, his dad is a majestic shadow. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys watch the same movie? The what? Baby's mother dies. His father is like, "Your mother is not here. Follow me." And like he takes Bambi with him. Yeah, and like then a new season started, and it's like a new Bambi fighting for for this lady. He's not there. Where where did his dad go? Shoot. He because I mean, what do you mean? It's winter time. They go. What are you talking about? His dad comes back at like interesting moments, but he's not like there like the mama was. Like the mama was there like all the time with him. The dad was like, where are you? The dad got 19 other little fawns out there that he got to go see every now and again. You know, he got to split his time up because he got a few families in the forest. We don't don't know that that is the case (laughs) at all. Like that's that, we don't know that that is true at all. That we don't know that that is at all the case because Bambi <laughs> is the prince of the forest so I mean it's not like well I mean it's, I guess it's the same thing with like um, yeah, Bambi's mom is his favorite one yeah you know? it's like Simba, Simba. It, it might be the same thing with Simba like like, like <clears throat> the theory is that Simba and Nala are actually brother and sister and that um, Mufasa was also Nala's Nala's father but yeah, Simba, I believe that yes no Nala's Mufasa Defeated Nala's daddy. Mufasa came. Mufasa came and took the pride from the male that fathered Nala. So then, so then, why don't you think all the kids and not just the ones that belong to him? Right. So then, why do you then? So then, why do you not think that Feline's dad is not some other? Um. Uh. What are they called? Fawn. Who? That uh, Bambi's dad got rid of. Because that's not how deer work. They fight. Did you not see Bambi fight off the other dude to get Feline? But they don't mm-hmm. kill each other. But he. But they run off the other fawns. Mm. They don't I kill each other. I was rooting for Bambi when he was fighting for his girl. I was like, go ahead, Bambi. Get your girl. I like that part. That was cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, 
Bambi's father is a little hands off, but he was definitely always watching over his, but he, cause he has a job. His job is to watch over the forest and let everybody know when man was in the forest. Well, why did Bambi's mama die then? Cause his dad wasn't there. Wow. I'm really Where mad was his you put, Where was he at? Because <laughs> she was all alone in the middle of that little ice area, nibbling on some grass, and boom, 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 she's gone. It was so sad. I can't put I, that on him. You, you can take comfort in knowing that Bambi's mom got eaten. They don't hunt female deer for sport, you know, so at least her body was put to good use, maybe. Yeah, I, I <laughs> clearly I felt a little differently about something. <laughs> I was gonna say in the past I had never felt anything for this movie, but watching it this time, it hit me a little differently than it had previously because I was watching it with a different lens. But I, I mean, I never, I've never cried, um, with Bambi before, but I felt like seeing the different you know seeing Bambi transition from a child to a young adult to an adult and take you know taking on his role as prince of the force and then standing there with his dad like I was watching that transition I thought was really interesting yeah I think I kind of just went into it um biased because I never liked Bambi Bambi is like one of my least favorite Disney movies. I just don't like it. The only character I like is the little skunk flower. Flower. Flower I is like my flower. favorite character. Flower is barely in the movie. I know. They did flower dirty, this but that's that's Bambi's redeeming quality for me is flower. They should have done like more with the friendships. I think it would Bambi would make a good TV show back like maybe in the 80s. It would have been cute to be like the Adventures of Bambi and Thumper. And them like running around doing stuff. <laughs> so, so, you know, that would so be cute. That would be so cute. So Before they Bambi get their girlfriends and make babies, you know? <laughs> so there is a Bambi 2 where they do go into the friendship keeper oh. that is focused on their summertime dalliances. Mm. Um, but I did enjoy the Twitter, what is it called? Twitter, whatever it's called. The. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, the springtime love affairs, because mm-hmm. that was very cute. They each got their own. I loved Flower. I thought that Flower was very cute with his little feminine self. Flower's a mm-hmm. boy. He's very in touch with his sweet feminine side. We like that. We do. We stand a strong king. Um, But yeah, no, he was a uh, Flower is one of my favorite characters. He's so cute. I know I was just about to say that those eyelashes um one of the things about this movie that I thought was very interesting and on Disney Plus this is really cool is they have a commentary that walks through um how they used to storyboard these movies and so what 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 Walt used to do is have all of the storyboard meetings actually recorded by like a sonographer so we have all the notes about how they made the decisions put the movie together um which i think is just you know for me fascinating it's like how how they actually made the movie so there's a documentary on there's like a whole version of bambi that just has this overlaid with like commentary of how they made the movie and just like how they 
thought about the decisions. They actually brought in Deer into the studio <laughs> for the animators <laughs> to like watch and see how they interact. They brought in rabbits. I don't know if they brought in skunks, but they <laughs> brought in skunks. But they like actually looked at animals and they modeled the face of Bambi is like a combination of deer, like actual deer, but like babies. So the how they got it to look cute is to like make their faces look and this was the I mean, way that deer that's are what, cute though. I mean I think they're cute, but to make it more appealing they may look like babies because um i guess big eyes on faces that's why all of like most of the disney characters have such big eyes it's because mm-hmm. i guess that makes it appealing to us it makes us more endeared to the characters that's why they all have huge eyes so that's huge why baby that's why we like babies i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what's interesting they don't you know, with Disney movies and, and with the animals, the animation and animals, they always have the sound. But I guess because the movie's like from the 40s, but um, they don't have sound. Like there's, besides the birds, like the you hear the birds in the movie, you hear the dogs barking, you hear the gunshot. You don't hear the sound a deer makes. I thought it was interesting. Well, how did deer sound, Christy? I have no idea, but I'm just saying, like they can't just be walking around making no sounds. I feel like, they were talking in the movie. What do you think deer sound like? I have, I have never I don't know, heard like a camel. Deer make I mean, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude, they uh, maybe deers don't make noises. They have to. They were talking in the movie, so they must communicate somehow. They don't be talking don't, with their eyes. They must I say something. That, I don't know that deers make noises. I've what? only ever heard like a baby deer make a sound, and it just, it sounded like a baby goat, except not like bleeding, <laughs> but it was like oh. the same pitch. Okay. Bird. Mm. Bird. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite parts is Bambi trying to talk and he starts calling everything whatever the last word that he said was. I thought that was hilarious. That's definitely something babies do. Yeah, you teach them something, now everything is that thing. No, that's not what that is. Or you teach them a name. And then, like, they call everybody whoever that is. Like, no, no. <laughs> Mommy? No, that's not your mother. <laughs> Mom. All right. No, I, that- I looked it up. It's a weird sound. It would be very weird to put that sound in a movie. Mm-mm. It's bad. Okay. All right. <laughs> you got to just Google how it tears. <laughs> I am not that curious to find out how deer sound. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not really that was plaguing me. That's a really bad sound. They probably figured that out early on. And were like, you know what? <laughs> we're they brought gonna... them to the studio. I'm pretty sure they heard it. And they were like, like no, this is not in, in the there. movie. I get it. Yeah, I would not want a movie with the deer sounds. Mm-mm. Especially not the baby deer. It's terrible. No, that's good. Yeah, no, I um I know I thought I thought I know Bambi uh, this time around. I don't know. I've, I mean, I've seen it lots and lots of times, but it's not one of those movies that like I'm like, oh, let me put Bambi on. It's not I like one. Little but, Mermaid. I can watch Little Mermaid like over and over and over. Little Mermaid gets on my nerves, but we'll come back to that another time. I, um, <laughs> we know. We what, talked about it like 50 million times, but I could still watch it. What I loved about Bambi is visually stunning. Like, the fact that they layered 
Like it looks multi-layered. Like you, it looks like we're going through the forest. Like the way they were able to do the art, especially for the time period, I think is amazing. Like mm-hmm. artistically, beautiful. I think that's yeah. a beautiful movie. Um, I agree. The music is really nice too. It's weird. yes, no. I think yeah. I think everything about it visually, nice I, any of the yeah, the score, great. Like especially for the time period, like for it to be the fifth movie that they ever made, like it's a shame that this movie did not do that well in the box office when it first came out. Um, but then I think they made it up with Fantasia, I believe. I don't like that one. I was gonna say, I hate that movie. That one is like, Gosh. it feels like that one lasts forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. It's the never-ending story. My goodness. So wait, so wait. I like that wait. movie, though. So you, guys, <laughs> wait, so you guys only like the princess movies? Or do you not even like those? Of course, I like the princess movies. I grew up watching. I just I'm like talking most about the, the older princess ones. movies. Yeah, like Cinderella. Oh my God, Snow White is my favorite princess. Don't so, like yeah, Snow White. I love Snow White, Princess of War. I like. Aurora, the sorry, not not Snow White. The other one, Cinderella. Sleeping Beauty is my favorite. I think that's the oldest. No, Snow White, Snow White is the oldest. Snow White's the oldest. You so confused too. They are so different. I confused the two because of the witches. The witches, I I forgot. Maleficent is not the witch in Snow White. Snow White's a different one. Um, but they both have witches, or whatever you want to call them, enchanted people. Most of the Disney princess movies are in my bottom ranks of Dis- Disney movies. I'll take oh. the Disney Channel original movies well, over a whole <clears throat> lot of princess movies. True. I'm just saying, like, growing up with those movies, I could watch those movies again. Like, I literally could watch Snow White all over again and be happy watching it. And Cinderella, definitely watch that again, the original one. Um, and, of course, Sleeping Beauty. But the newer version, the Maleficent version, you know, Miss Angelina Jolie, my favorite, I could watch that a lot. I love that's a good movie yeah I hear you yeah I know I know. I have personally have an affinity for the older movies um in general but that's just me I just know I just I think for me it's the art it's the art um that makes me have a more affinity there's a distinct change when we get to the 70s and how the art is done because we we shift to computer computers and away from line drawn or we shift I shouldn't say computers we shift from how the lines are drawn um and so for me it's it's just a different vibe and I I miss the hand drawn stuff so I think that's why um for me I like the old stuff cuz you guys know my favorite disney movies aristocats and that is actually 70s right or 60s 70 well late 60s and with the Aristocats, it was the first time hmm, second time they used the xerox effect where they were photocopying everything so like they it was faster because they could just reuse things uh 101 dalmatians was the first time they used the xerox so like they could like sketch over things i mean oh, which is a lot I like that movie they were you I mean they're making dalmatians right you don't want to draw a million dots and you know dalmatians are difficult <laughs> So I get it. I understand. But it's just different with all the outlines and all that. So it's not the same. Um, 101 Dalmatians is a great movie. I love it. Yeah. Carla Deville is probably top tier yeah. villain. You know what I mean? Like, I like she's 
she's one of the top tier villains. I'm not gonna knock that. Um, but I know for me, it's a combination of music, art, villain, and storyline. That's that's gonna get it for me. Um, and who doesn't want to be a cat? Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> I love people. I know, I guess. I suppose, <laughs> but everybody should want to be a cat. Actually, there is a side note that has nothing to do with anything. There is a documentary on Netflix right now about cats that I think everybody should watch because I think it's super interesting. Okay. Um, and one thing I learned is the cats in America are culturally different from the cats in Japan. Like, I believe that. They're treated culturally different. And like the cat psychologists, which is a thing apparently, were like flabbergasted. And I was like, why? <laughs> like I bet you the African cats are nothing like the spin the Right. The right. American it's cats. literally <laughs> culture the people that live there is the culture. Right. I was like, I don't know why y'all are surprised. I was like, this so obviously. <laughs> what I need to know is in Japan, do they let their cats be walking over everything on their counter? Oh, well, how about this? The cats <laughs> in Japan don't socialize with other cats. Like if they don't like, cause it, like here in the U.S., like when you go, you know, you go to somebody's house, like your cat will be like around other people. In Japan, like their cats don't interact. Like people don't do that. Like they don't do that. So cats, when you like, when a cat sees another person, they usually hide because they're not used to seeing other people. Like usually they're not around other people. Yeah. Like the cats are not social in Japan. Like they're just you like. Know- why did I think you were talking about stray cats? <laughs> no. I thought that you meant the stray because uh, I mean, if you're talking about cats that are somebody's pets, then yeah, they're gonna be culturally different because the people that they live with are culturally different. That's yeah. not. I don't see why anybody would be surprised at that. But I would be surprised to learn that the stray cats in America are different, act differently than the stray cats in other parts of the world. I mean, I think it would be the same thing. I would I would still think that that would also be the same case because I would think that American stray cats would still be more in your face than Japanese stray cats. The cats in the islands, I think, are more in your face, the stray cats. Like the stray cats here, like in the States, I haven't seen them so in your face, but if you go to the islands, them cats, is, they don't care. <laughs> They'd be yeah. laying up on the cars. Yeah, it seems like places where people are nicer to stray cats maybe it's like the cats are like hey human come up off that tuna or something like that yeah but like american stray cats will decimate a bird population because they have to hunt to feed themselves you know yeah no i feel you i feel you i gotcha i gotcha well i um i thought this was interesting i feel like you get your take on these old movies, um, I find them entertaining, and I would like to subject you all to more old movies. Okay, so I, not, would, I would not, not like that. So, <laughs> I, know, I know you would not like that, but I feel like it's entertaining for our audience. So, I think um, I won't give you something that you hate because you both said you hated Fantasia, so I will <laughs> not give that to you. But I think I will give you Dumbo. Oh, Dumbo, that's an old one. That's an old one. 
I haven't yeah. seen that in a long time. I will give you Dumbo. That is your that is our next Dumbo. Question. You've never seen it? Not a single Whoa. second of okay. that movie. Okay. Oh, so you should watch that. I, I wanna I, I, part of me wants to prepare you, but part of me wants you to go in cold because I'm no, very yeah, interested. Just watch it. I'm very interested in your response. I'm so surprised you haven't seen Dumbo. Yeah, okay. What about the new one? There was a newer version made. None of them. The live action one. No, no, we're not doing both. We're not doing both. (laughs) We're not doing both. You have have to at least look at it. You might want to watch both. It's very, very interesting. I really like Dumbo. I love the circus. I'm a circus person. I love, I used to go to the circus Girl, you sure you don't want to do a comparison? It would be, it would be good to do. I mean, I, mm, all right, fine. Anyways, give it some thought because I think a comparison would be very interesting. Dumbo, the the cartoon is very short. It's not even. It's like an hour, it's like seventy minutes. Okay. Like Bambi, so, Bambi was so short. Right. So, like, I feel like it's seventy minutes. You could, it's doable. So. I think we could do both and you could do the comparison. But at least Dumbo. Um, Dumbo is okay. one, one of the movies I really like, but it's, I don't want to warn you, but mm, yeah. I mean, obviously. <clears throat> Not even. Dumbo is 60 minutes, girl. It's an hour. It's okay. Hour. I can do that. But and, obviously, I'm gonna have to prepare myself for this baby elephant losing his mother because Disney hates moms for some reason. No, 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 no. In both versions, B- Dumbo's mother does not die. She doesn't. Okay, she's there. Well, so uh, Dumbo, the cartoon is one hour, and Dumbo, the live action, is two hours. That makes sense. Now, where did they get the extra hour from? Girl, that's the part that we gonna have to talk about. Um, Bambi. What I didn't know is where Bambi's storyline came from. A book. Like her, well, yes, it came from a book, but it's not so much like Cinderella or Snow White. It's not a fairy tale. Like, you know how there's Brothers Grimm, that's a whole different version. But like the book that Bambi came from was like banned in some countries. Well, by some countries, it's during that time frame, during World War II. Um, it was interesting that it's more grim than mm-hmm. the movie. It wasn't based off a of fairy tale like other Mm-mm. Disney movies, Disney animated movies. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, but the same thing with Jungle Book. Jungle Book is based off of a book. Well, like multiple a, books. Like a sad book? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it, parts of it was sad. It's based off of those tales of Mowgli, this kid who was raised in the jungle, and parts of it are I mean, sad. that is sad, though. Like, a little kid lost his parents. He's really I mean, yeah, 101 Dalmatian also also based off a book. I mean, most of this, I mean, most of based off books, but a lot of them are fairy tales versus a grim look at how sad humanity is. I mean, most fairy tales. That's are what the a grim look we, at like when I looked up the book about is. Bambi. I didn't read the book, obviously, but when I looked up the information about the book i was like oh this is yeah i mean i I was just gonna say like a lot of a lot of the disney movies are based off books like lion king i mean all of them i mean i think the first time i mean they say lion king wasn't based off anything but lion king is it's definitely based off of i mean it's stolen it's kimba the white lion um but yeah most of this i mean even even frozen frozen's based off a fairy tale Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to think i don't think 
there's I mean I guess Incredibles probably was the first thing and that's not even that's Pixar Toy Story I, I like think is the first Toy Story I think was the first one that wasn't based off of anything I think that was the first thing that wasn't based off of anything Toy Story Wreck-It Ralph yeah I can't I think everything else was based off of something yeah yeah, the guy who wrote Bambi, he was a hunter. <laughs> he hunted deer and killed. <laughs> he literally just killed a bunch of deer, like hundreds of deer. That's crazy. Why? Well, who would write a book like this <laughs> after killing and being a hunter? This I mean, crazy. I think I think it makes sense to me. Like, I, I mean, I can see where the the interest would come from. Like, if you are a hunter, you would want to yeah. know like the life story of maybe like one time he killed. A mother deer and maybe he was thinking about oh did this deer that I just killed leave a mm -hmm. fawn or you know like like did I just disrupt a family like I, I can see why he would yeah. be curious about it like did I disrupt the circle of life by doing this thing that I love doing I won't go too in depth about that the author of the book but if you guys have time you should look him up it is quite interesting I think it would take the podcast for a turn, but I don't want to go down that road. But he's an author that would be unlikely to write children's books because his genre is quite terrible. So that's why I'm like, it's weird that Disney decided to make a movie from this particular book, this particular author in this particular time frame. Like, it's very odd. Very, very odd. Hmm. That was cryptic <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna say i was mm, i was shocked i think that would be fun to do like look up books the disney derived books the movies derived from books to see the comparison from um the ad adaptation that would be interesting although i i will i cannot guarantee i'll ever read the full book i'll probably just skim it and look for reviews I, I've, I've not read a lot of books that Disney movies are based off of, but the ones that I have, they don't really have happy endings. Like mm -hmm. the Little Mermaid turns into sea foam. <laughs> the witches that little kids normally meet eat them. They end oh, up the Hansel them. and Gretel one. I mean, they're not. That's a good. I don't one. know. Fairy I tales. I haven't come across very many original fairy tales that are actually happy. None it's of them were. So they were. They were supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's just a lesson. Tales. Yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to be cautionary <laughs> tales for children to help them to be good. None of them were. None of them were supposed to be happy endings. They were all supposed to be. It's Disney that actually turned fairy tales yeah. into happy endings. So to your point, Christy, oh. the book was originally. I mean, sorry, the movie was supposed to originally be a nature movie. So um, I don't know. So in the past, sorry. So at the time, Disney was making like nature movies um so you can find them they're on some of them are on disney plus now mm -hmm. i think but so disney was making nature movies so they had originally bought the rights to turn this book into a nature movie about hunting mm -hmm. um and then they 
like after reading the book, they were like, this is going to be too difficult to, to turn into a movie, but let's see if we can animate it. And then they were like, this story is really sad. Like it's a really <laughs> sad story. Mm -hmm. Like we can't do it. And so they had to make a lot of changes to it as obviously you see how Bambi is. Mm -hmm. They kept some of the sad elements, obviously Bambi's mother dies um, and the fire and the hunting and the like, Bond getting attacked by the wolves so they kept some pieces of the story mm -hmm. but they had to lighten it up to turn it into a like you know obviously it had to be disnified um but yeah they they read it and they were like this isn't really disney we can't do it live action we have to make it a cartoon um it's really difficult to draw deer so we have to make it whimsical but we also want to tell this story about what's it like living in the woods um so they i mean this and so this is how they translated that story that that guy wrote into bambi it went through like seven years of transition to turn from his book into bambi it took like seven years wow that's a long time i mean it takes like 10 years to make an animated movie in general from the time that they start to the time that they like have anything that they can produce so but yeah um yeah no to your to your point the original book is um so after the break we also watched um we watched Hulk, which came out last week on the uh what day was that 21st no 19th I'll go with that. 18th. Came on the 18th. <laughs> um, and uh, so we will talk about we will talk about that after the break. Cool. Oh. All right. So August 18th. And we are back with the Marvel shows. And uh, they came back big and strong and green. Mm -hmm. She-Hulk. Um, I have to say, I'm upset that it's only a half an hour. Or yeah, minutes. Yes. Yeah. When I saw credits, I was like, what? Where's the rest of the show? There was no um, more show. And there was no after credit thing. Yes, there a hundred percent was Christy. You need to go back and watch it. Every episode of She Hulk has an after credit scene. Every single one is going to have an after credit scene. So you missed it. And this <laughs> after credit scene. First of all, everybody's been talking about the after credit scene for like a week. Hmm. I missed that because I definitely didn't see the after credit yeah. scene. Either. So like when I'm watching Wait, Disney Plus, Remind when I watch Disney Plus, it doesn't. It just plays and then the, the credits go to a tiny little box and then it's over. Like it doesn't like play. Oh, so then you saw the after credit scene, Christy, because it doesn't go into a little box until after the after credits. Okay, remind me what the after credit scene was. Captain America does the nasty. He does the nasty? Woohoo. No, not he. It wasn't him doing the nasty. She was at the bar with Bruce, and she was like, "It was so sad 
that Captain America died a virgin, and and Bruce was like, he did not die a virgin. He has he he hooked up with a girl in the USO in 1943, and she was like, Captain America, fuck, and it cuts off before she could finish the f word. Mm. I I do not remember that. And this, oh, so you, I guess this you guys was, did not see it. Yeah, so like that's my issue. Like, if all the shows we've ever watched. <laughs> All have after credit scenes i probably have never seen them because the the movie the show just stops it ends I, it, has, it doesn't it doesn't do that for me i don't know i wish i could show you it's like i just tried to play it now to see like if i could see <laughs> the end and it did it again it went straight to but, you, but, you, but if you click on the little box it gets bigger again i just tried to click it just went to something else because it's stupid stupid tv well anyhow so all of the i'm telling you now all of the she hulk shows have after credits that's hilarious <laughs> so going forward just know that there is an after credit just keep watching yeah so um so speaking of that in the beginning the reason they get into the car crash is because that's the conversation she and bruce are having in the car he's tr- she's trying to get him to tell her whether or not steve rogers was a virgin <laughs> I thought they crashed because the spaceship appeared before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that yes. Yeah. So she wasn't paying attention to the road because they were having that conversation. And mm. the spaceship showed up, and obviously that was very distracting as well. So that spaceship, right? There's the same style of spaceship from Sakar, like the one from um that the uh What's the, the Grandmaster? What is, the Grandmaster spaceship is the same mm-hmm. shape. It's just purple. Um. So, what do you think he? Uh. So, Hulk said that they were they were probably there to send him a message. What kind of message do you think they got for Hulk? What timeline is this showing? Like, what is it's this just after? after man, this I know is it's after, after Endgame because he had his armors in the brace and he talks about how his arm is healing. So I know it's after Endgame. That's about it. Yeah, this is after Endgame, after everybody's come back from the snap. So, I think the message that they were trying to send him was that, you know, it's not cool to escape off the car, number one. And especially not in the Grandmaster's, like, favorite pleasure boat, you know? That was his pleasure boat. nothing to entertain the hoes on. You think the grandmaster's still alive? Yeah, I do. You don't think that he lost the revolution? Because you know they was the over about to overthrow him at the end of that movie. Yeah, he I think was he the used yard. the melty stick and, and got back in there. And I think he's good. I think he's alive. We're going right. to see him again, I think. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see if that, we'll see if that comes to fruition. Um, what did you think about Jen's transformation in her, like, being a better Hulk than Bruce? I like that they made him jealous and not like the Disney super supportive cousin. I like that he was like, you know, why are you able to do this so quickly? This took me 15 years to get right. 15 like, years. Why was mad mad. After a weekend. He I do feel mad, like the, the changes that he made to himself so that he's like Bruce and Hulk at the same time when he dripped the blood into her, like maybe that's how she's able to transform like that. 
because she's one person versus two because he always had to battle with like two of him you know I think he had to battle with two of him because he always like had that angry side in him that he just never let out and so then that gamma radiation caused that split in his psyche like the Hulk wasn't another person it was another side of him and she doesn't have that issue where she represses her anger in that way she has to integrate that into her everyday life so she's just better at doing it than him I agree I feel like it's like you know how a lot of men don't deal with their anger issues Mm -hmm. and so until one day they snap right and so Bruce as a white man has never like dealt with his anger issues and so when on top of that he had this thing happen to him it only exasperated that problem that he already had and it manifested as hulk and so Mm -hmm. he was able to then put all of that into this separate personality almost like moon knight right almost like Mm -hmm. how Mm -hmm. stephen grant what's his real name yeah how almost how stephen grant was like had disassociate disorder like perhaps uh uh, Bruce Banner has this is so, like he did the same thing. He was able to separate all of that negative energy or uh, emotion into Hulk and and, con- mm-hmm. and con- continually channeled it over and created this whole other entity. Right, and, right. And on top of that, just had superpowers to add to it. I agree. I agree, especially because in um, the first Avengers. He was like, you know, I'm always angry. Like, that's his secret. His secret is that he was always angry. And that's how he, he can, you know, control can bring the Hulk he... out at any second. Because yep. he's mad all the time. And, yep. like, Bruce Banner can't be the angry person. He's got to be a respected scientist and all of that stuff. He can't be the person that lets all that anger out. So then the Hulk has to do that for him. Yep. I feel like it's almost exactly like Stephen Grant and Moon Knight. I feel like it's just a different version of that. But and that and I think Jen explained it perfectly when she was like, as a woman, we have learned how to handle our anger. Yeah. We are also angry all the time, but we can't show it. (laughs) We have to learn how to control our emotions. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we are called angry or emotional. Difficult. Or, like she said, we could get killed. Literally murdered. So what do we do? We hide it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a perfect... I thought it was great. I thought it was done very well. I thought it was executed very well. Um, And then I think, you know, to her point in her open lines, when you have the power, you have to make the decision on how you're going to use it. So when she was in the courtroom and her legal assistant was like, do, do the thing. She was like, mm-hmm. what? Now? And she was like, yeah. G- turn into the thing. And she like the fact that she was like, but I, I no. So she like she really yeah. had to think about it. Because she didn't want to do it in front of all the people. Also, she didn't want to ruin her outfit. I mean, I get that part. At least her friend was smart enough to be like, take your shoes off. Yeah, she definitely saved the shoes. Um, I thought that it was I think they could have spent a little more time on this too when she was like you know I'm not gonna be a superhero like I'm a lawyer I don't want to be an Avenger 
I don't want to do all of that. Just because you did that doesn't mean that I have to do that. I don't want to. And yeah, I think I like they could have spent, I think they could have spent a little more time with her having that attitude. Like, I didn't ask for this to happen. Nobody told you to bleed all over me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a superhero. I'm going to go back to my life now that I have this under control. But then, like, you know, they had to push her into the herodom because you can't be a yeah. superpowered individual and not be a superhero. But the thing about that is, they this episode was actually supposed to be episode eight. It wasn't even supposed to be the first episode. So we weren't even going to find out how she became a Hulk until much later in the series. Hmm. This is typical of Disney to put an episode in the beginning that I think should be in the middle, like with Moon Knight. Sorry, so I they did like... they they prefer, they did this in a way that is better for you. And you're are you mad that they didn't do it that way? No, because they it was so short. They rushed it as usual. I'm confused. It could have been a longer story. About. It could have okay. been a nice build up. My opinion. Wait, if they had like put it later just... on, you would have complained that they didn't show us earlier. And now they put it earlier and you're complaining still. I, just don't, I didn't like the way they did I like the show. I wish it was longer and I wish it was just more stretched out with the content. It was just very rushed. I do wish it were a longer show, but I liked that they got her how she became a Hulk out of the way quickly. Because, yeah. and I like how she did it. She was like, you know, yeah, I'm a Hulk. This is what happened. Now here we go. This is what this is really about. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of the reasons they moved it further up is because they needed to get it out of the way so that people understand that this is a law show. Like this is not a show about her being like, yes, she's a superhero, but like like this show is about her being a lawyer. <laughs> like it is she Hulk is a, is a it is a law show. It's like Ally McBeal, like with her like breaking the fourth wall and all of that. Like I feel like we need to understand she's a Hulk because that's part of the arc of the show. But I don't think that that's like this show is not about her becoming a Hulk. Like that's just something we need this to know. This isn't her origin story. That. Exactly. And if they had was that- curly <clears throat> when she becomes the She Hulk, I wish it was curly. It's just like wave. Like, you know, her hair is curly in regular human form. Yeah. I like little details like that. It's just so seventies that hair, man. Like Bruce got to have his haircut updated. Right, he got form. a fade. He had his fade when he was the Hulk. Why can't she have a more modern hairstyle? Yeah, when she's a Hulk, like, ugh, goodness gracious. I also liked their um, the literal training montage that they did. And how she was always making fun of him while they were doing it. After she did that jump, and she was like, "Man, man, I cracked that." Yeah, I cracked. It was super cute, super cute. Yeah, I love when he did his Hulk, his Hulk, um, wave. What's it called? The thunder Hulk clap. His Mm -hmm. thunder clap. Right. So that's that's the thing from the comics and from one of the games that everyone loves. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that when she did it, she did it like multiple times, kind of like the um, sonic boom thing that they use against him in the movie. This from the Hulk movie that we don't talk about. But um, (laughs) I love that she was able to do it and use it against him uh, so quickly because like the, the, the thunderclap is a really cool move that the Hulk can do. But yeah, I really love their fight against each other because it was it was like it was just like the one upmanship 
that he yeah. kept trying to do against her. It was hilarious. And it's definitely how equally matched cousins will fight each other. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. So I liked that. How cousins will fight each other. I love it. It was good. It yeah, is no, interesting no. that they showed his family life, Bruce Banner's. Like, you know, like in Age of Ultron, when they introduced Hawk, Hawkeye's um, family, and no one knew he had a family. It's kind of like, I didn't know Bruce Banner had family <laughs> until the show. Apparently, I didn't know he had family either. Apparently, two cousins, and everybody in the family is apparently really smart. Bruce comes from a bunch of geniuses, apparently. Um... So one of the things I think is going to be one of the other things I thought was really cool about this episode is we learned more about Bruce and Tony's relationship. Like they were really, really close friends because, mm-hmm. um, you know, after Tony lost, you know, after Tony's relationship with Captain America deteriorated, it's, you know, obviously his only other person that he had left was Bruce. And then you have to think about it when Hulk was off uh, off worlds for two years Mm-hmm. And then Captain America was on the run. Tony didn't have anybody. Tony was yeah, by himself. Pepper. Anybody worried about Pepper? That's who Pepper, wow. Pepper is boring. Pepper is boring as hell. That's his boo. That's wow. And Jar- no, he didn't have vision. That's right. Vision was right. Dead. No, he has some saying. He didn't have a- vision. He didn't have. He didn't have Cap. He didn't have whole. All he had was his woman, and then she boring. Pepper does seem very, very boring. I think that was the issue off doing other things because Pepper is boring as hell. I think that's the issue with the Avengers. Like they weren't a family. They like met up to do avenging stuff. Not like the X-Men. Like they all lived in a house. They did school stuff together. You know what I mean? They were a hundred percent. They were a hundred percent a family. They got why why wasn't they there for each other? That was the whole point. There was a whole movie called Civil War. That's how they got broken up, man. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. You know why they broke up. There was a movie about it. But that's literally one of the concepts in Age of Ultron. When they met uh, Hawkeye's family, his wife was like, no matter how, what happens, make sure that they have your back. Is anyone pay, paying attention? Because most of them are so distant and they have their own agendas. And that was then, like the entire movie was literally right, about all and, their agendas. And that was kind of early on, though, in their major relationship. Exactly. So, you know, they hadn't exactly gelled right. all the way yet. Correct. That's like five movies in. Man. Age of Ultron is only the second Avengers movie. Correct. Nah, it's a and third. But there's other movies in between it where they know. But those are all those are all like separate character movies where one or two might show up in that separate character movies, but not them all together fighting as a team. Yeah, I don't think it's often they fought together. When they fight together, they're always fighting each other. They're always having some stupid argument every single movie. They are always arguing. Mm-hmm. But then you got to think like they, they deal with some complex issues. You know what I'm saying? Like Cap was literally a fugitive from the law. Captain America was a fugitive from the law because he wanted to be an imperialist. And Tony was like, no, we shouldn't do that. I feel like that's a very complicated, that's a complicated issue. And you know that was after Civil War. So like think about the time frame. That's like between... why the difference of being a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being a part of the Avengers. They didn't want to be a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and well, Shield was broken after um, Age of Ultron. That's when it December. That's when it was broken. So that's what Civil War was about. 
Yeah, because Captain America was like, we should go around dropping buildings on whoever we need to to get the job done. And Tony was like, hey, that sounds crazy. <laughs> disconnect. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's a lot there. I don't know why you're going to act like the X-Men don't ever fight with each other. Oh, my goodness. Didn't they kill all of them? Didn't one of them kill all of the other X-Men? Girl, don't do this. <laughs> Don't Listen. do this. Didn't one of them kill? Didn't Wanda so, say no so more? Jean, Jean Grey okay, has snapped her. Jean Grey is like Wanda because both of them are super powerful people, and they be messing up everything. So Wanda be killing people, and Jean Grey be killing people. It's the same nonsense. It's annoying. Wanda killed all the mutants. So I don't know why you sitting here talking about. She did. That was so bad. Wanda is like the most annoying character. I think like one of my. I, I do like, I love uh, X-Men for some reason more than Avengers, but I was like so lost with the timeline with the Maximoff twins. Like I literally have been trying to understand like how they put uh, the Silver Surfer, uh, Peter versus the other twin that was in Age of Ultron in WandaVision. She had the dinner party. The guy who we played know, Silver we know, Surfer. We know, we, we know what you're talking about. But like, there's like no reaction. I have no idea. Like, if you guys hear me or anything, um, I just don't understand the connection. There's not any. It, like, it makes no sense. There's not any. That, I think that was the point that there was no connection. That There's that none. guy. I mean, I know it has to do with the. It's more about the studios owning the rights to the story and the titles and all that shit. It but, has nothing. You know. I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with anything. You, have you finished watching Wandavision? Of course not. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with my nerves. Oh uh, well. Well then. It has nothing to do with anything. I agree. I agree with that statement on Wanda. I don't. I don't. I don't like her. My issue with a lot of DC um, superheroes is that they're too powerful, right? And then Marvel gives me Wanda, who can do anything yep. at all and has literally no vulnerabilities. What are you supposed to do yeah, with that? They have stuff like that in, they have stuff like that in DC too. Like literally, her, they have other witches in a way. They have other witches and people who can, who are way more powerful than Superman and all those people. They can literally just bring everyone down. It's so Wanda's cool. Wanda's vulnerability is her emotions. Wanda Aww. just wants she just wants family. She just wants family. She just wants to be loved. She just wants to be appreciated. And every time she gets close to what she wants, someone takes it away from her. And well, all she that does her family is in the comics. She literally does. did a spell to kill all blood relatives. So I don't know and that. All, that it, all it does is every time she gets close to what she wants, they take it away from her, and that just makes her angry, and she has to react. So if people just gave Wanda what she wanted and left her alone. She wouldn't okay. have to react. If we just let her be a tyrant, everything would be fine. Pretty much. That's when the X-Men gotta come in. That's that's how they're gonna cross over. Then be like pass. We're definitely gonna see Wanda again. She's not gone. She's not gone. <sighs> but um, but yeah, no, I thought um I thought Hulk She Hulk was good. I'm looking forward to see what happens next. We we're gonna see the abomination again. Um we're gonna see Wong. We're gonna see, I think, a lot of other powered individuals. Daredevil's coming back. Um, oh, he's a lawyer. Oh yeah. 
What do you mean? I, I just said that he's coming Like, that's back. what you mean. I thought you meant, like, be, the episodes are coming back, too. No, no. I mean, I'm saying all those people are going to be on the show. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, it should be it should be really interesting. Um, so, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, so, yeah. So, we should be good. Um, and we'll keep... We'll keep seeing where all this is going to go and how all of this plays into phase four. Um, so many uh, phases. Yeah, man. As we ramp up. So I don't know how any of this will play into Wakanda forever. I don't know if it does at all. But we'll see yeah, if it does. Maybe maybe we'll get a hint as to what, why Namor is mad. Namor is the guy. He's the the Aztec superhero, not superhero villain that lives underwater. Mm -hmm. Correct. Got it. Yep. So we'll see. I feel like I need flashcards. I mean, there are a lot of characters. (laughs) There are a lot of characters in the MCU. We keep adding on to them. You know, just this year we added who Hercules and and um Zeus. And uh, boar, uh, boar the God Butcher, and I mean, just everybody oh, I like and everybody. I so, want to be you know. just with that character only. Oh, that'd be great. So, you know, it's going to be, yeah, maybe you should make some flashcards, Ashley. Keep tabs on everybody. Start making a family tree. I'm about to. Every time I see a new character, I'm going to make a new flashcard and <laughs> add it into the family tree, man. It killed me. It's like so intertwined. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know. It was funny. Uh, Thor. Thor was trying. Thor. Hulk was trying to explain to uh, to his cousin all the different ways that he turned transitioned back, and he was like, "One time a robot punched me, and one <laughs> one time, one time I fell to the earth, and another time, um, somebody sang me a lullaby." And she was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so ridiculous I'm, I'm glad that they addressed that because i'm like why does that work why does that work he was like why, how were they able to hypnotize the hulk he was like explain that one he was like it's a long story mm, okay <laughs> oh my goodness weird. when they were trying to get her to have an emotional response like to turn into the hulk and she was like, what do you mean like, emotional? Like when Bing Bong, like going inside out? And yeah. then Hulk was like, oh, no, Bing Bong. <laughs> that was funny. I felt yeah. that same way. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Right. <laughs> Pixar gets everybody in their feelings. Everybody. Everybody. I don't know. Pixar be going for the jugular, man. Every like I, time. Listen, I, and I was the nerd to be like when Turning Red was coming out, I'd be like, I was like, mm, that's not gonna do nothing. And what did it do? Ugh, right in the gut. I was like, right why? In the feelings why? every single time. Every yeah, single was, time. I don't know why I thought well, I don't know why I thought turning red was I was like, mm, that doesn't look like it's gonna be nothing. Pixar, like, did you make this movie for me? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> about Luca too but nope Luca did it too Luca also was <sighs> nah, I don't know what their obsession with tear jerkers is but... listen they just want us to cry they want us to cry feel bad sad mad 
You know, I think they I mean, want us to go to therapy. They want us to all they, heal I, our childhood wounds. A hundred percent. They're like, well, this is one way to get everybody into therapy. <laughs> Sorry. Side note that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. So did you guys know that military numbers are down? People enlisting is down, like really, really down. Um, and the military is like, huh, we have a problem because the number of people retiring is not being replenished by the number of people enlisting. And so that's bad for defense. And they were like, it's to the point where we might have to start inscription, right, draft. Now, mm. the problem with that is, you know all the things that they can't, you know all the different reasons they can't draft people? Some One of, of the them. things on that list is if you take an antidepressant, they will not draft you. Do you know that most people in our age who are eligible to be drafted, like 30% of them are on antidepressants or have been on antidepressants? That makes sense. So mm. the drafting pool is quite shallow. And the people who they want to draft uh, primarily are college educated people who had who can like work all the machinery and those are the people taking the antidepressants Damn. or or on drugs like weed or coke or in some cases meth they also can't draft those people those folks mm. what they gonna do you know what they're gonna do they're gonna legalize weed I was about to say they're gonna have to make weed federally legal the, the 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 cure for legalizing weed is the draft. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes, that's crazy. I would not want to be high in during a war or with All a, of those, a lot of those guys are though, Christy. A lot of them. I think are. I could only be high at war. What? A lot of them are. Oh, you, you, watch these, you watch these war movies. You right? see me. If I, if I eat too many edibles during this podcast, you see I'd be like out. I'd just be zoning out. What would I be doing on the field? <laughs> I mean, like, okay. Probably a lot a of those guys were is all I got sit down. Are women eligible to be drafted yet? Because no, I don't know but I when I turned that. 18, I did not have to present myself at the post office and fill out one of those. That's still a man thing. Things. No, we're not. We're not. Thank you. No. I wonder if they'll change that. I don't know. I know the women can't go to the front line still. Or can we? Did they change that? Women can remember. see combat now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, then. There you go. I don't know. I I mean I I know that I'm not I'm not gonna get called, but um. Well, you know I can't go. I can't. I can't, go. I can't either. But um, I just know that the answer to inscription is legalizing weed. So. Mm-mm-mm. There it is, and- folks. <laughs> uh, imagine that though. Like you're sitting here thinking, okay my medical marijuana card or my recreational marijuana use is definitely gonna disqualify me from military service and everybody's gonna be like Mm-mm. no bring your high ass on down here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, yeah, come on. <laughs> we got a spot for you Johnny mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They'll make it federally legal and then tell you you still can't smoke on base. Oh, yes. that's exactly That'll be the rub doing. right there. That's exactly <laughs> what they'll do. You know that's what they'll do. No, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what shall happen. But they do need to make it federally legal at this point. I mean... Like, what are they waiting on? I mean, especially after the pandemic and seeing you know, the effect that the pandemic has had on the mental health of the nation, of the world, really. Um, I think it just makes sense at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can look at the water. They can look at the water, samplings from the water. Everybody's on something. If it's not a pill, it's a drug. Um, you can just tell by the water supply. Everybody's on something. So legalize it, regulate it. There's just so much money to be made from legalized marijuana new mexico legalized weed recreationally in april of this year and has already made so much money they've like taken care of daycare copays if you have a child care assistance they're doing free tuition at public universities now there's just so much money in New Mexico's economy now. For it just got legalized this year, and they already recreationally. Uh huh. Let me tell you something. It's legalized in Illinois. Mm-mm. I don't know <laughs> that money's going somewhere else. It's going y'all got to gotta vote whoever y'all governor is out of there because they're misusing funds. Uh, Colorado was New Mexico's template, and Colorado, with their surplus of money, has put into their social programs and has made a lot of places in Colorado a lot safer. Now, you know, there's still issues where there are issues, but more money never hurt nobody. Yeah. Um, I think Illinois has always been in a deficit. They've always had like corrupt politicians here. So not only do did they legalize weed, they still raise taxes on everything. Like everything's just mm. ridiculous. like, it's so annoying. And Chicago the taxes on weed is so expensive. high that... Did you say Chicago hoes are expensive? Probably. That's probably where all the politicians' money is going, you know. They got to siphon, they got to skim off the top to keep the hoes paid. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep the hoes paid or the hoes start talking. You can't have hoes out there talking in the streets. That's true. Oh, oh. That's hilarious. The hoes is expensive in Chicago. Are they? <laughs> The high class ones, the high class probably are. Oh, I guess so. (laughs) I guess that's funny. (sighs) Oh man! All right, well, Dumbo, live action and cartoon, and season two, season two, episode two of She Hulk. Mm. I wish it was season two. Episodic <laughs> bullshit. Why am I paying for a streaming service and I still gotta wait a whole week? You know what? You know what? We've been through this. We are we are two seasons into this podcast, ma'am. You know the drill. Get with the like times. It. They need to get with the times. No, we pay listen, for streaming listen. services because no. we don't want commercials and we don't want episodic releases. Well, here's the thing. Netflix is losing money because of their drops. And Netflix is going to episodic. So Netflix be wanting A-list actors that have quotes that they can't afford. And they're trying to pass off those 
prices on to us if they would just hire from the bottom not we from the bottom fine. not from the bottom would they want to give will smith a five deal movie like that man don't cost a hundred million dollars per movie gotta pay the man what he's due it's less expensive. Running from spiders on the internet to try to get back in our good graces. He left all good graces. I mean, he left somebody's good graces. And man's trying to claw his will ba- his way back to social media. I don't know why he feels the need he needs to do that, but I guess he does. He's an attention seeker, hundred percent. Oh damn! Wow, it's Christy. Okay. <laughs> okay. I. I definitely watch Will Smith movies, but I feel like he's not like my favorite person, but I'll definitely watch anything he's in. I'm always watching. I don't feel like I love right. Hancock. Oh my God. I wish that was a Disney movie. I'd be like, we got to watch that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like Charlize Theron too. So I guess. Well, Dr. she Dr. is Bateman. clear. We will see her again in the next Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, ladies. See y'all next week. And we will talk about Dumbo and She-Hulk. Woohoo. Alrighty. All right. Bye. Bye.